Mr. Teacher, how big's your penis? I, d- I don't have to say. Uh, I don't have to say. I think because I've. He's got uh, tape measure. Actually, uh, what do you want? In, inches or centimeters? Centimeters for sure. Centimeters. Okay. Sorry, Americans. Top to bottom, that is exactly eight centimeters. Oh, that's bigger than I thought. I thought it was going to be like four. And yeah, widthways. Uh, width we're hitting six and a half. Welcome to the Small Fictions Podcast. Every week, three aspiring, slash, totally shit writers create short stories and send them to an English teacher for grading. Here are your hosts, Ryan, Alex, and Elliot. We've got quite a lot to get through, haven't we? And Mr. Teacher, I know you're up against it with... Uh, errands you have to run youth club youth club pickup so should we just crack straight on to i think what we'll do is we've got um one set of stories to read through which is the final set and it's about roundabouts uh and then afterwards we've got the end of term party awards show where i think the plan is you're gonna give us some regrades of previous stories and no that's that's not that's just that's not the plan that that's that was uh, what you're hoping for. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. So yeah. uh, you're going to maybe up or downgrade a couple of stories based on our our requests. Yeah, just then... to confirm though, sorry. Yeah. Um, the only requests I've had. Uh, so Alex, you 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 completely agree with um, with all all gradings. If I if I was forced to pick one for a regrade, it would be the, the digital thief. Right, the Boner King story. Hang on. Um, but to be honest, I think it, the best case it would go from a U to like an E minus or something. So I just thought, no, nah, my best chance of getting you know clawing back some points here would be a proper rational regrade of that shit show called Pickles. Okay, which Ryan that's a just, dangerous strategy. He farted it out. He must have spent all of thirty seconds writing it. It takes twenty seconds to read. It's a B rating. Like, there's no way. I just it doesn't make any sense. The English is appalling. Like, it's no, probably it's... just chock full of grammar, grammar, grammatical errors. Um, it doesn't make a lick of sense. And it's about a guy going around chopping a, chucking a bag of penises into the sea. You know, it's under the sea week. You know, it's, it's nothing to do with under the sea. It's um, all of it. Okay, is just a so fail. When we when we get to that, what I what I I, th- I think I'd like to hear. Uh, so Elliot, you're what you're want you're wishing to put forward a case for saw being regraded. Uh, yeah, because I think it's that's right. That's right. I don't need to anymore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Brian, Brian, you're looking you're looking to get a regrade on pick on um, naughty Simon. Yeah, naughty Simon. Yep, on week fifteen. And Alex, you want a regrade not on any of your own stories, but on Ryan's pickle thief. Yeah. Okay. So how do we feel about each giving a sort of a sixty second pitch as to why you think that you're that story should be should be regraded. Yeah, well, I think we've heard Alex's. Yeah, I'm about twenty yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, <just laughs> every one episode, rant. one rant per episode. Yeah, yeah, that's fine by me. Um, but we'll okay, do that. We'll fine. do all this after we've read the roundabout stories, right? Um, yeah. 
And then I don't know if you had any plans to give out any special awards, Mr. Teacher, about like your favorite character or anything like that, or you're just going to go, I don't know. It's up to you. Yeah, I've got a few of those. Okay, good. Favorite right. character is the one he kind of leads with there. <laughs> I wonder who that's going to be. Well, you never know. It could be the Boner King. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> um, so before we crack on, we've had a listener send in their own story. You right to just give it a quick read for us, Mr. Teacher? The, the title is Bob's Holiday, and uh, this was sent in by Will. I haven't read it. Uh, Will just sent it. He was listening to a previous episode, and he sent it in to us. I think it was the sunset, sunset one. Yeah. Sunset theme, and the, the title is Bob Holiday. Full yep. stop. Yeah. Title with a full stop. <laughs> well, it's his second language, just want to put it out there. He's Swedish, Will. Oh, right. Okay. So maybe cut him a bit of slack, but still, that is quite funny. Okay. Special bonus story. Bob Holiday, full stop. <laughs> Bob is in Bali on the beach sunbathing, trying to get that brown colour on his balls and his dangly bit. Bob is on his long-deserved vacation after years of doing his job without any breaks. Bob is knacked thinking about all the work he has done and what that has given him, even though he is trying to relax and have a nice break from all of that. Out of nowhere, there are these three nice dressed but mean looking men trying to kill Bob and he has no idea what to do in this situation. The only thing Bob knows is that if he wants to survive, he has to fight. Bob starts running just to get some distance between them and to get them all coming from the same direction. The first man came at him with a knife. That Bob waved to the side, then grabbed his arm and threw him onto the ground, took the knife and stabbed him in the chest. Oh. Now there is Bob against two men. He duped slash dodged the first man and quickly <laughs> stabbed him in the side while moving towards the second man. Bob jumps on the sand slide, tackling the last man, so he falls over Bob so that he plunges the knife in his chest, killing him instantly. Then he takes the knife and throws it in the head of the last man, killing all three. Stupid. All bloodied, Bob goes back to his chair with his dangling dick hanging between his legs, slapping the thighs as he walks. Finally, Bob is back in the chair just to watch the sunset and thinking that it is time he stops being a hitman. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Will. It's uh, probably the best story I've heard all season. <laughs> it's kind of like it could have called that John Dick instead of uh, Bob's Holiday. That would have been so much better. Yeah. Or Johnson Wick. Yeah. I'm trying to work out if Will is seven. <laughs> <laughs> Or if <laughs> this is a chat CBT <laughs> uh, story. Oh, I loved it. I think it's a great little fight scene. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to see that in a movie or something. He's just trying to get a suntan on his balls. and yeah. Just some guy biting off three attackers with his knob hanging out. 
Yeah, <laughs> on the beach. At why has he got? Why? Why has he got his knob hanging out? He's trying to get his, his um, some color in his balls. He's tanning his balls. That, that he, he said that at the start. Yeah, because he, yeah, he's, uh, he's been working hard and um, yeah. He's had a hard hard few months at work, and now he's going to the beach to tan his balls. He's on holiday tanning his and his dangly bit. Well, well, I mean, you, uh, what, why you're on holiday why... recently? Surely you can relate to that. Yeah, you always tan, uh, tan your balls, right? Right. Why um? <laughs> why are, why are three nice dressed, mean looking men attacking him? Because he's the oh. hitman. Yeah. What happens in the hitman world? I would, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. It's all, they're, it's they're all cross him. and double cross. It's probably yeah. a revenge, you know, thing going on there. Yeah. Someone killed his dog. You know, whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Mm. There's a lot to unpick there. It's um. There's a lot of questions. Nice theme, nice, nice for sunset theme though. Tied it in nicely. Hmm. Convincing. Yeah. Really I good. think I'm I'm slightly perturbed by the fact that like you three have clearly had an inspiration on uh, like clearly had an effect on reading. So like this is the thing. It's like <laughs> after after Shakespeare, literature suddenly has this renaissance. And then after you three. This is what we get. Yeah. <laughs> See, so you think we're going to basically make people generally thicker for the next two hundred years? Not thicker, just just talking about dicks. Yeah. Just writing writing endless shit stories about dicks. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> luckily for you, Mister Teacher, this is the end in end of the season, so you don't have to read any more dick stories after this for a while. I mean, I'm assuming there's three more in roundabout week. Uh, I don't think I'm, I'm, I've I'm just... mentioned like any sort of dick or penis. As far There's as got to be one of these. One of you's got to be talking about a kind of a, a dick in a roundabout way. <laughs> that's, that's the name of my uh, my story. Uh, I know, maybe you'll be surprised. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, should we crack on with um, roundabouts then? Thanks. <clears throat> thanks for that, Will. That was a great story. I loved it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> what what grade would you give it, Mr. Teacher? Um E plus. E plus, nice. Well done, Will. Story number one. Okay, in a roundabout's way. I checked my watch. Still waiting. The waiter's tone was obnoxious, but he was correct. Cara was 35 minutes late. I sighed. Can I just get a cheeseburger, please, mate? Hold the sauce. The waiter nodded and walked away. I looked out the window. Saturn's rings would soon be visible. When mixed with the correct compounds, the sauce had helped humanity achieve its wildest dreams. It formed the foundations of our interplanetary society powering both our ships and our bellies. The source had fueled a generation of wonder, the golden age of humanity. But it was also a curse. As time went by and source consumption continued, humanity increasingly found itself unable to achieve even the simplest of goals. We had become solely dependent on the source and the mysterious life forms that sold it to us until eventually our expansion across the stars had fallen into decline. 
our bright burning lust for exploration extinguished by the desire to do nothing but watch old movies and consume the vicious brown sauce. I couldn't let this happen to Kara. I shouted to the waiter, actually, forget the cheeseburger, mate, I've got to shoot. I suited up and ordered an auto taxi to Kara's residential dome in the Stargazer district. She was once a great admiral, helming our greatest warships until humanity had deemed the Navy to be no longer necessary. When I arrived, as expected, she was smashed on source. Kara? Kara! She was watching Avatar 17 again. Admiral Anders, listen to me. Oh, hi, Jimothy. Have you tried the sauce today? I smacked the sauce pot away. Kara, you're better than this. Kara began to sob uncontrollably. But, but, the sauce! I knew it'd be difficult, but we weren't going to end up like everyone else. We were going in a different direction. We were going to save humanity and destroy the source. I turned off Avatar 17 and held her close as the rings of Saturn rose over the horizon. Ooh. We got treated to a final instalment of Source this season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was not expecting mm -hmm. that. I thought I'd um, I thought I'd wrap it up. Hugely different direction to the original Source. Mm. Um, yeah, much what more. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, I kind of like the that it's gone a bit dark with the Source universe. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that as you know, we started off on a spaceship, on a space train, going to Saturn's moon with a man in a you know, watching another man eat sauce and then a boy farting and blaming it on the sauce. Yes. It all sounded, it had so much promise back then and now it sounds like it's destroyed humanity and all of our hopes for advancement in the future. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So yeah, like, the, like the aliens that kind of sold it are basically or gave it to the humanity or did it because to get, get rid of humanity to stop them being a threat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting it. Getting us hooked, getting us hooked on this uh this substance. Source, yeah, interesting. And also, did you pick up the uh the name Admiral Anders? You probably didn't, but uh yeah, that's yeah, um... from Planet Fuck. Yeah, All right. So oh, actually, from... it's like a prequel to that one as well. Oh, so, so that, there's actually okay. four stories that are written about the source, and it okay. all kind of ties together. And she's like one of the sole survivors of the failed attempt, you know, in Planet Fuck to. To save humanity. So the sun is already fucked up in Planet Fuck, though, isn't it? Doesn't yeah, that destroy it's the way sun? off it. It's it's like I don't know, another thirty years into the future in the time in the source timeline. But but then, but how is the how have the rest of the solar system survived without the sun? Uh, no, the sun gets fucked up in Planet Fuck. Oh, which is thirty years down so the line. That, that was the plan. So in Planet Fuck, you actually know who these aliens are, right? It's, they have the big right. spaceship, don't they? which is comparable to Jupiter right. in size, which obviously so, rocks up. Deciding to tie a lot of stories together with the last one. That's yeah, yeah. yeah there's, your, there's your kind of full circle, right? You got you, you know, it's very loosely roundabout, but yeah. So this is kind of like the Dark Knight to the like the original source being the Adam West, you know, comic book Batman, and then that's you got Chris Chris Nolan's Dark Knight, which oh, is that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Now we're all a bit older, a bit wiser. We don't want the um the fart humor anymore right we want something gritty mm. something serious but also something familiar so but uh yeah 
venture back to the source, which is also the first story I wrote, right? Yeah. So like again, it. circle, circular, wrapping it up, end of season. Although I think it's difficult taking, you know, a comedy thing that you've written before and then developing it into a, you know, yeah. something more serious. Because I was absolutely serious. Because it was, I was about, constantly waiting for a big joke. I was constantly waiting for fun, for punchlines and jokes because you're writing that source. So I think that I think if I read it again or listened to it again, I'd probably get a bit more out of it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What a twist. Well, while I applaud um, a more serious tone. I do agree with Elliot that I think the previous ones being so funny have probably torpedoed any hope that that could stand alone as a as a source a serious source story because I'm just because bottom line is they're they're gobbling down this lovely source that from underneath the ice sheets of Enchiladas right so you can't really make like and there's in like canteens and stuff and talking shit in watching the Terminator yeah. yeah. But I suppose is that why they're talking shit? Because the source sort of dumbs them down. Elliot gets them. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, that's, why uh, the, that's why the source is like dribbling all over their everywhere. shirts and shorts everywhere. and everything. And they don't care because they're, they've been turned into idiots. And also it's like a mirror on society, right? We're all addicted to our phones and AI doing everything for us and everything else like that, right? But I'd say and, valiant um, attempt. Dumbing at down serious, society. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's. Um, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. You, d- you did say that you enjoyed it, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one said that, did they? <laughs> uh, no, probably not. But oh. yeah. bit of a stretch. Story number two. But bastard. Oh no, sorry. Well, it's called bastard, or is it called meow? Oh yeah, I changed called... it. Yeah. So, bastard or meow or thoughts from a roundabout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And is all is everything being read as as requested? Yeah, from the from that character's voice. Yeah, voice. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll give this a go. Um... Oh look, a red one. Meow, a white one with dog poking out. Meow, wonder where they're going. What's this bastard doing? He's gone all twee around me. Hey up, this one's only got two circles on it and a man is making it with his legs. Oh my God, this one's massive and says Sainsbury's on it. Big orange bastard. Third exit, I see, classic. Raining now. That man's dog's just got a jobby on the traffic island. Ah, nice blue one now. Hello, Mr. Blue Boy. Meow. <laughs> Isn't it getting dark now, eh? Bye-bye, Mr. Sun. See you tomorrow, pal. Another blue one. Meow. <laughs> oh, bright lights on this one. First exit, no hesitation. He knows where he's going, that's for sure. Dark now. <laughs> hey up, what's that knee now? No noise. Knee no, knee no. Oh, it's one of those bastards with a blinky, blink, bluey, blue, lighty, weighty, whiteys, isn't it? He better slow down or. Oh no. Oh no. He's flipping, smashed me bricks up around me edges. He's still going, knee no, knee no. 
and he's all smashed up now, just lying there on me head. Oh, look, a red one. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was superb. Yeah. So, can I just clarify, that was a like a, a sentient roundabout, not somebody who lived on a roundabout. Yeah, it was the roundabout. <laughs> I thought it was been someone watching. Yeah, no. someone watching a roundabout. Raining now. Yeah. Raining now. Meow. Meow. Yeah. Oh, it was brilliant. I uh, really like that. Really creative. Yeah. <laughs> I liked how, in your mind, if a roundabout had thoughts and feelings it would be a bit thick <laughs> which i suppose you know is true like you know it can't you know can't read particle physics can't go anywhere all it's got is is the cars that it sees all day yeah so that's you know like an old person looking out a window yeah basically yeah um thanks so i'm glad yeah uh, no i was genius terrible. at first but that was great I actually prefer it as like the thought of someone just watching a roundabout. Yeah, just as passerby. <laughs> just, 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 yeah, just, just describing his day. <laughs> like, <laughs> the man stood by the roundabout. Yeah. And it could be interpreted that way, right? It doesn't have yeah. to be. Like Although a part of it says he smashed up my bricks and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah but maybe that. it's just really protective over, you know, he considers it his roundabout. You know, It could right? be a homeless person who lives on the roundabout. Outside his oh, house. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Sentient roundabout. I mean, yeah. no, was, I liked it. Yeah, I loved uh, that accent you do. Obviously, deeply offensive to anyone from Yorkshire, but fantastic for us to hear, Mister Teacher. Offends most people on the British Isles in this um, in this podcast. So it's about time Yorkshire had their uh, had their turn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, really I, I completely ignored the author's note to read very, very slowly. Apologies, I forgot that. Um, That's all right. Over that a bit. Yeah, I think it worked. Part it. Yeah, I think it worked anyway. I think really slowly might have been overkill. Hmm. Uh, raining now. <laughs> <laughs> that really got me. Like, right. yeah. raining. Yeah, okay. We can, we can really picture it. Story number three. Wrong turn. Part one. Charlie came off the roundabout at the wrong turn. The Audi right up his trumpet distracted him. Bugger! Instantly, on a narrow lane, there was nowhere to turn around. The trees that lined the road seemed dark and ominous, and there was a, there was a dilapidated barn in the distance. The tarmac turned to dirt, and he realised he must be on a farm track. Just past the gate, he pulled up next to, next a strange-looking man, deformed, not quite human, and dressed in leather from head to toe. I'm very sorry, I, I've taken a wrong turn. Is there somewhere I can turn round? The man leaned in through the window, too close. He spoke with the charm and sincerity of a used tampon salesman. You're very welcome here. Just head on up the trap there, fella. Charlie drove on. He didn't notice the man close and locked the gate behind him. Arriving at the barn, he saw several cars were parked up in various states of decay. Suddenly, a pair of Mad Max-style V8 buggies screened round the corner, 
complete with Mad Max style fuckwits hanging off the side, hollering and waving makeshift, makeshift weapons. Charlie shat his knickers, crunched the gearbox and floored it in the opposite direction. A shot rung out and his rear window disintegrated. Part one, again. Charlie had another glance in his rearview mirror as he approached the roundabout. Still clear. He studied the sign on the approach and carefully followed the road round. He arrived at an old castle and the place looked stunning. Inside, at the front of the large reception hall, his old friend Phil stood with a smile. Charlie greeted him and took his seat. The ceremony was beautiful, the food fantastic, and Helen, the bride's cousin he'd been sat with, turned out to be fabulously fun. They drank, they talked, they danced. It was only when the DJ announced the last song he'd realised they'd spent most of the night together. As things died down, she popped off to see the bride and the possibility of getting lucky hit home. It had been a warm day to be stuck in a suit and he'd been dancing hard for several hours. Turning to the thought of logistics, he wondered if he'd have time to knit to his room and change his pants. At the very least, he'd defo have to find a sink to rinse off his sweaty helm. When she came back, she said goodnight, kissed him on the lips and handed him a napkin with her number on it. Part of him felt a sense of relief. Not all of him, of course. His plums were fit to burst, but he knew he smelt like a wet dog's blanket and he could now remove the dried petal confetti he'd shoved down his arse crack to absorb some of the excess moisture which was beginning to itch. Part two. He sped through field after field until he thought he lost them. Out of the tall crops to his side, one of the buggies appeared suddenly and sideswiped him. The force of the impact had thrown some of the contents of the buggy across the front of his car. A spare wheel, an electric guitar, a selection of dildos and some chocolate hobnobs all bounced over his windshield. One of the attackers jumped on his roof and jammed some sort of spear through the window, causing Charlie to break hard. The man flew off the roof and straight under his wheels. This excited the remaining crazies who swiped him again. He lost control, swerved into a ditch which flipped the car onto its roof. The surrounded him and began dancing. From the floor, to the dun from the floor of the dungeon, Charlie thought about how he hadn't been looking forward to the wedding reception, though he'd very much preferred to be making small talk with someone's aunt and forming a conga line than being kidnapped by crazy mutant hillbillies. Part two again. The next morning, Charlie had been a beaming smile as he drove home. He texted Helen already, so she had his number, and she replied instantly by suggesting meeting up soon. Distracted by thoughts and possibilities as he approached the roundabout, he took a wrong turn and found himself on a narrow lane with an ominous-looking trees and a dilapidated barn in the distance. Bugger. Is that the end? Is that yeah. it? Uh, I'm confused. I'm going to need some explanation. Uh, well, I tried a bit of um, branch fiction on this one, so that's why it's part one, part and part one again. So, on part one, he took a wrong turn, and part one again, he he didn't take a, a wrong turn, and he ended up where he was supposed to be. So, in oh, one sliding doors, slide, sliding doors kind of idea, <laughs> but sort of subverting that because at the end, he ended up down that track, so it was basically like. Um, you know, in sliding doors, completely, you know, life goes in two completely different di directions, whereas this, it all kind of comes back to the same place. 
but yeah in basically one one story he gets chased by these crazies in another story he goes to the wedding meets his meets his girl why is he being chased by the crazies uh just because they're like crazy people oh okay okay i'm happy i'm gonna have to read through that one again Il. that was um i don't know a lot to take in yeah i feel <laughs> the same i feel like i can't give an opinion on it because um, I feel like the um, you know, this is this must be how the original Warner Bros. executives felt when they read the Matrix. You know, when they read the script <laughs> for the Matrix, like what, what the hell have I just read? I don't understand it. But if you put it into a movie, you know, yeah, I might have gone. It, time, it might be pretty too complicated for a short story. I don't know. Um, but um, but yeah. Uh, and what was it? With um, his, what was wrong with his ass crack? Yeah, no, I like. I was going to say that uh, um, he had no. He just had a sweaty ass crack, so he wanted to oh. kind of absorb some of the moisture. So he put, put some dry petals down there. Yeah, yeah. You know, like um, you know, when you go on holiday and uh, somewhere hot and humid, and there's like salt, um, rice grains in the salt shaker to because that sort of absorbs it and keeps the salt dry. Yeah, and so, you can put that down your, your butt put, crack, right? Yeah, put dried petals down your butt crack, and it you know draws out some of the moisture. Got on you. that note, I had like um a pro tip, like if you ever go for like a really hot curry put a cold stone in the freezer before you go like a nice smooth pebble right and then the next morning when you you know have you drop your deuce have a clear out you know you get the ring sting you go to the freezer get that cold stone out get that pebble and just pop it in but <laughs> it that would you know right between the butt cheeks right right there it depends <laughs> on the size of the pebble obviously but you know cool you down uh i mean is this a is this a reusable pebble or well, you can share it around if people want to. If you if there's a shortage of pebbles, but yeah, yeah, you just wash it. It's it a big topic of conversation on the on the Wolf and Owl podcast with Roman Strang and Nathan and Tom Davis and uh, Tom what Davis. Pebble, yeah, he uh, ah. claims to have invented it, and uh, Romish was appalled that that Tom keeps it in his freezer in a sandwich bag next to all like frozen chicken and stuff like that. Oh, no. hmm. Next to that. <laughs> I mean, it, to be honest, it sounds like a the next episode of Mr. Feller. <laughs> Mr. Feller, yeah. yeah. He's, he's definitely needs it. Sounds it, like he? something Mr. Feller would do. Mike! Yes. That's all he's got in his freezer, just loads of stones. <laughs> Full of pebbles <laughs> and courgettes. Yeah, just a range of different implements that he can experiment with on a weekly basis. Yeah. Oh my God, it's grading time. Uh, okay, so in a roundabout way. Okay, so. I really like it. Mm. I think that, uh, first of all, I'd like to applaud this writer on their grammar. I think the range of sentences um, is really varied and a... a, a, a Notable improvement uh, with far less comma splicing and um, yeah, there's but greater complexity going on there. So that that's that's really good. Oh, he's a great. He's I've, got a great teacher, I've, obviously. <laughs> I think that that this is a really bold move in the last episode to go from a to take something which is very juvenile and very successful as well. The source. Um, that I think got a really good grading, I seem to remember from, from the early days, and take it in a completely new direction. It's kind of taking Joker and turning it into a musical, which I understand is 
uh, on the cards and coming out later this year. It's the same sort of idea. It's like this really bold, uh, especially as it's as I say, it's the final one. I think that deserves a lot of credit. I also like the sentiment on it, actually. I think the idea that this guy isn't connected in any way. He sat in a restaurant. He's waiting for uh, for his his lover to, to turn up. She doesn't turn up. And it's at this moment that he realises, well, actually, it the source is what has brought us down. And it's a kind of a... It's a really nice ideological message about how love triumphs over you know something which is something which is is separating uh these two so i think that that's that's really nice and that's sort of causes is moment of realization i think it works really well as a prequel to um planet fuck is it is that is that yeah strongest yeah. title out of all of the uh, stories we've had i think on this podcast um so it's very neatly tied together there's a lot of thought that's gone into it i think there's a, a, a i never thought i'd use this word Never thought I'd use this word, but I think there is a a large dose of maturity to this piece of writing. Um, so I applaud it. I think it's very good. Well, that's all sounding very positive. Yeah, like where this is going. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to give this a. B plus. Whoa, he's back on four. Wee. Wee. In the Way final week. All up. B plus, happy with that. That's what you started with. That's grade you got at the beginning, Alex, the very first grade. Wow, look at that. So I've gone full circle. Ah, uh, ah, uh, roundabout circle, yeah. Uh, no. Nah. Yeah. Uh, deduct him a grade for that, please. please. Oh, no. uh, congratulations, dude. B plus. Yep. And you went for a, and that's on a serious story as well. At least not, you know, not overly comedy. Yeah, Very I took good. a gamble. Uh, took a gamble. I was I was nervous about not having boners in there. Uh, be honest with you, I was a bit out of my wheelhouse with that one. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> Fortune favors the brave. <laughs> yeah, very good. So, bastard. Uh, yeah. This reminded me of Ron Seal. Like it, it's in a in a in a in a good way. In a good way. It it you know that it does exactly what it says on the tin. You've got the personification of a roundabout. Enjoy, and. Uh, and that is, uh, yeah, it was just, I don't have much to say about it. I just enjoyed it. I agreed with uh, one of the comments of one of my, my I think my favourite lines were raining now and dark now. Um, I just enjoy the character. I'm already a big fan of Mr. Roundabout um, and and what he what he looks at on a, on a daily basis. So it's made me smile. It's enjoyable. There's not a complexity to it, but you wouldn't want a complexity to this to this. Uh, this story necessarily um so it's difficult to give it a really good grade because i don't think there's the depth to it but equally i know I've, I've been um i have been generous before perhaps where there hasn't been a huge amount of depth as we might uh, go into shortly um but it's not at that level uh, but it's still very very enjoyable i think it is a 
I think it's a B minus. Thank you. I'll accept that happily. D minus 6.5. I think that's um, my favourite story that you've written, Ryan. Really? Yeah. Out of all 20. I, I just, wow. Out of all 20, yeah, you saved the best or last. That was a really... <laughs> I mean, I really enjoyed it as well. I'd have to go back through to see if it was to make that sort of claim. But yeah, that was really, I thought it was really good. Thank you. And also, the, the delivery really helped as well. and It just yeah. made it hilarious. Uh, and then we've got an untitled document, which is uh, subsequently called Wrong Turn. Yeah. Marvellous. So, uh, yeah, I'm with the other authors when, as soon as I finished reading it, I was like, okay, I need an explanation here. As soon as I thought there was this sliding doors element to it. Uh, and so that 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 does make sense. And the, I, I like the fact that actually, regardless of the sliding doors, that that person returns to the same place. Um, I think my probably my only the the kind of the EBI that I'd have here the main EBI is that why do things return to the same place and that made me think of is there the need here for someone who has maybe sinned to their it, you know you can have the sliding doors but if you're ultimately going to get there there's maybe a nice message there or a nice kind of note running through it about if someone is constantly making the wrong choices or or, or a sinned, then they're going to get to that. So maybe some kind of Christian parable uh, would work quite nicely there. Um, I think probably the reason for the confusion is that actually there's 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 probably too much going on within right. each of the parts. So when you've got the guy who um, you know has got a sweaty crack and all the rest of it, there's quite a lot of description there which then just pulls you away from the fact that this is a sliding doors. And equally, you know, you've got, you got lots of detail about when there's this chase going on and there's uh, something about an electric guitar and dildos everywhere. And I'm <laughs> just, just not quite sure, you know, you're kind of immersed in that, in that world. And it's like, oh no, hang on. He's, if he makes that wrong turn, if he takes a different turn again. So I don't know, I think maybe it's just a bit, it, it, it's almost too elaborate perhaps in the detail right. in order to work alongside the sliding doors if that makes sense um okay. yeah i'll take that but i get i get the i get the idea i, I like the i like I, I think over the last few weeks you've all tried to branch away a little bit and try to do something a little bit different i think that is is um is 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 worthy of merit um but yeah, it does have, unfortunately, those those inconsistencies in there and, and it doesn't quite work as it stands, but it's, it's certainly got promise. Uh, I'm going to give this a... Uh, it's going to get a C minus. C minus. Yep, I'll take that. Okay, that is uh, a five. You're not going to believe what this has done to the scores. Ah, uh, nuts. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's all I can say. Wow. And I should just point out to the listeners that although I'm about to give the scores for the end of episode 20 or the, or the final stories in episode 20, 
this could all this is all subject to change right in the second half of this episode because mr teacher could regrade people's stories and that could change the the leaderboard significantly so but as it stands right now following the recital of uh episode of the roundabout stories in second place we've got alex and elliot on 110 <laughs> neck and neck blimey my b minus gave me a lead of uh Oh, I've got 115.5 to your 110. So still only, there's only a C, a C grade in it between us. Um, So Mr. Teachers, the results of Mr. Teachers regrading exercise could be very important. By the end of well, it's just like Eurovision, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, after, after 20 weeks, you two are actually on the same amount of points. That's crazy. And I'm only a few points ahead. That's, yeah, it's so close. Yeah. It's really unbelievable. I thought it would be a, you know, someone would have run away with it by now. Uh, so, yeah, it brings in the tension right until the last moment. So, yeah, I hope you can handle the pressure, Mr. Teacher. You might you might change this leaderboard significantly by the end of the episode. Um, I have a question. What's the maximum amount of points that we could have had for these 20 uh, episodes? I've, yeah, I've, I've also had this question in my head. And What, uh, if every story was an A star? Yeah, if everything was an A star, then we could have got 200 points. Over the and season, we, we got what? Uh, well, I, I, I'm in the lead with 115.5. Can we work out what grade that is in that as an average? Uh, well, yes, yeah, that's if, if it was all A stars and it's about in the middle of the board, isn't it? So no, I mean, like C plus or something, yeah, so like a C plus, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a C plus, it's like between a C and a C plus, so yeah, that's our average grade. That's not a disaster. To be fair, though, I think a lot of that is because we've shot for the stars and we've got A's, and then we've actually, you know, we've got U's on the next one. So yeah, I'd rather I'd rather get an A and then a U rather than get C all C's every, every week. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably. Well, I don't know. I'm just looking at the, just looking at scores. There's quite a lot of C's and D's on there as well. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we just shit, but we can only only get better, right? Next season will be better. Uh, okay, so now we can we can go to the end of term awards. I'm excited about well, it, so, hey. Mr. Teacher. You should have received a parcel in the post. Oh, he's reaching for it. He's got it. Okay, do you want to open that to kick us off? Just describe describe uh, the process. Very excited. Is there anything in it? Quite... I, should, I hope so. Quite a small. All right, that's a lot smaller than I thought it'd be. It's like, <laughs> it's not considering really, the size of the box it's a massive <laughs> box <laughs> is that it there's nothing else in there that's it yeah that's that's pretty disappointing oh no I I it's it even smaller be oh it's even it's, it's more, more and more rapid it continues to be smaller <laughs> oh god hey, I'm what, intrigued what, to know what this is what is it Mr Teacher um, oh, it is an award. That. It says um, Small Fictions Podcast Season 1 Best Teacher Award. Oh, look at that. Uh, and it's an apple and a star. Uh, We've teacher it on suck it. up. Oh, sorry. You're just look trying to get is. a better grade. Yeah, before I've already the got regrade, my grades. Yeah. That's why I got him to answer it. Open it now. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is very kind. That, I think that's probably That was supposed to be from all of us, by the way, Al, but you're just giving yourself away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's from all of us. Yeah, yeah. We put a lot of thought into that as a team. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I I think that's you know by some distance the best teacher award, the only teacher award I've, I've ever received. So thank you very much. <laughs> that that's going to go pride of place uh, on my um uh, on my desk here. So thank you very much. It's very kind. You're welcome. You know, the, without your recitals, without your your accents and stuff, uh, mm. you know, this wouldn't our stories just wouldn't come to life. There's no way I could do it. Uh, so yeah, thank you for all of your and also like the shit you've had to read. 20 episodes yeah. that's uh what 60, 60 stories? stories yeah plus a bonus episode plus a, a will story from earlier which is an extra one and the abandoned stories as well yeah yeah so that's a yeah, it's a lot so yeah he, thanks he would have preferred a check I, for like 100 quid or something i think 100 <laughs> percent. i think by some distance there were well i mean there were there were many low lights but by by some by some distance, the low light was, I think it was on the back as well of of, of a quite a poor week. I seem to remember, and then some uh, for some reason I was asked to read. Oh, can you just have a read of these other stories that we discarded? <laughs> the muffalo. And I think it was at, at that point I was like, oh, my, this this is. I mean, this is just beyond beyond mm. despairing now. The light went like out of your eyes. When these stories didn't make the grade, um, and I was being asked to to read those, and there was a moment I think when when we got to um, bowling, what was the bowling one? Balls out for Brianna. Yeah, I mean, I still feel a little bit queasy about that one. Um, <laughs> You read it so well, though. But what I like is that even though you're disgusted by a story, you'll just go, you'll commit, and you'll get yeah. to the end of it, and you you won't you won't try and like bat it away and say, "Oh no, no," and you just go for it, and you you give it what your give it your all. That was great. Did, yeah. Didn't one of our listeners say they had to take a shower after hearing that one? Um, someone had to pull over while they were listening. I think they felt so sick. And just yeah. puke out, <laughs> out the window. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, okay. Well, you've been a been a champ, Mister Teacher. Thank you for that. Yeah, what well a Mister Teacher. You no, deserve a tiny, uh, tiny award. Master of the no, accent. That is that is lovely. That Can you is, actually uh, tell us how many centimeters you think it is from top to bottom at its biggest point? Is, is it three? It looks maybe. I don't, I don't have to say. Uh, I don't have to say. I think because I've. He's got uh, tape measure. Actually, uh, what do you want in inches or centimeters? Centimeters for sure. Centimeters. Okay. So Sorry, to Americans. Bottom. Top to bottom, that is exactly eight centimeters. Oh, it's bigger than I thought. Mm. I thought it was going to be like four. It's just and got big ends. Yeah. Widthways. Uh, width we're hitting six and a half. Okay. Nice. You could you could definitely edit that right into something else. <laughs> put, a, put a beat behind it, <laughs> Mister Teacher. How big's your penis? I'm just going to use that line. Well, I'm going to cut that out. Get a few more sound bites. Ooh, <laughs> width wise six centimeters. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how are we going to do this? Um, do we want to? Oh, actually, you did ask us to. Do some homework, didn't you? You said we need to tell each other our favourite story of each other's and our least favourite. I think are we mm, still doing that'd that? Be nice. Should we kick off with that, and then we can go into your awards and regrading? Yeah. Um. So yeah, Ryan. I think 
I I think my favourite of yours is probably might be the Western story. I don't know, I haven't really thought about this too long, but I've just I really liked the characters. I like the way the story sort of developed and you know, kind of it just sort of degenerated into this orgy, but not for for it just being an orgy's sake. It was, you know, as a distraction so this other guy could go and like rob everyone's stuff. Um and yeah, I just thought it was um it just all fitted together really nicely. Thank so, you. Have yeah, you been thinking about Nanny Silk ever since in your, in your uh, no, I wouldn't go that far. Mm. Um, Broke some boundaries that story, didn't it? Yeah. It was no, the first proper, like just hardcore porno that we we'd had. Yeah, it was good stuff, really good stuff. Um and then um, well, you know, I'm I'm with Al on this one. Worst one's pickles. Oh God, how predictable. Well, no, I mean, we've both kind of shared the same opinion since it came out. So it's uh yeah, so it should be predictable, really. So when yeah. do I get to defend um, pickles? Later on, yeah. Uh yeah, I mean, yeah, in a bit. So yeah, I mean, it's all been said before, so I won't go, go into too much detail. All right, fair enough. But, yeah, yeah I, I saw that one coming. Um, and with Al, um, I don't know. There's a there's a couple of good ones to to choose from. Um, I think uh, though, just going back to early, your thought, uh, your horror story. I just, um, I think that's that's aged well. Rager, mm. where the guy goes to bone. Rager, yeah, yeah. He, he uh, roundhouse kicks just, the guy until his leg comes off. Yeah, and I know, obviously, as it's developed, that you know, Mister Teacher has demanded more and more from us. But just the the complete lack of care of attention that went into that was was brilliant. <laughs> it was um, on the what was it on the on the left the de- the Western Australian desert on the left the um, the Pacific Ocean or something yeah. like that at the beginning. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, it wasn't intentional, but it was hilarious. So yeah, that's um, and then um, I think my least favorite one of yours was thought provoking. <laughs> what was that one? That was the Rick and Morty slash Matrix ripper. Oh yeah, just because it was a little bit yeah, it just felt like a bit of a a ripoff to me. Absolute yeah, complete ripoff. Um, so yeah, that's but he got away it. with that one. I think you yeah, got a he decent grading. grading. Yeah, he got away with it. Well, because it's a um, good story. It's just a good concept. Yeah. Um, you know, I put a nice twist on it. Um, and I think it was a well-earned, uh, good grade on that one. What about you, Alex? What's your your favourite and least favourite? All right, so least favourite for L would be his pirate story. I hate it's... that story. It was so shit. Just so up its own ass, pretentious, boring drivel. I, I couldn't believe it got <laughs> rated that highly. It made me sick that night when I... Closed the Zoom call, just went and puked because I was so angry. Um, my favourite one would be Shat to the Future. Mm, good choice. That's an that's his Elliot's A star, and it's the only A star that any of us got in the whole season. Wow! Mm. Just an absolute masterclass of storytelling. Um, you know, the ability to send farts specifically through time, getting mm. stuck in the time bubble, um, choking on his own fart. I thought all of it was genius. Oh, thank oh, you, dude. Really creative. Yeah, it was an excellent story. I was almost chose that one. Yeah. And it, it was, was like... directly into someone's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. It was very yeah. good. Wonderful story. Oh, thank you. For yeah, Ryan, I hate, I hate pickles. <laughs> and um, I think we've covered that enough. And uh, I'm torn on between Crook Club and Meow. Uh, for the wow, Meow's going there pretty quick. 
it's just it's just really it's something so basic about it um describing the round where i really i i guess i maybe i just got it like straight away i really like it's compared to elliot's story today like i couldn't i couldn't follow elliot's one at all but like yours i was hanging off of every word it was just superb and every bit of it was sinking in like i understood i could really picture it really well exactly what was happening <laughs> superb. I, was, I was about to say you should have done that as your child story but then that mate that's kind of insulting to what alex just said <laughs> yeah no I, I think i'm gonna go with now i think that was the no, that was wow straight in there with my final story can't believe that and crook club is very close as well i, I, I guess like anything with the accents it always kind of boosts it up a few grades doesn't it but yeah was that the first time we've had yorkshire accent now um i think we've had some kind of butchered form of yorkshire in, in the <laughs> no offense mr teacher none taken Absolutely agree. <laughs> okay. uh, Ryan, I think you're, yeah. Yeah, so my favourite of Elliot's, um, and it was, I almost went for a Shat to the Future because that was a superb plot. Um, and, and it was, I think Mr. Teacher said in his feedback that it was like a full, you know, beginning, middle and end story, you know, in, in a very succinct way. I, so I almost went with that. But what I had to go with in the end was your I can't remember, is it Crime Week? Um, your Sherlock Holmes parody, oh, yeah. A yeah. Study in Brown, that was superb. I often think about Mrs. Felch. <laughs> um, I thought she was a very good character, and the um, the detective was really good. Um, oh, what right. do, I wrote some notes here. Um, the best characters of any of your stories by far. I thought it got to the point quickly. It's very funny. Uh, I love the juxtaposition between the basic gross nature of the crime. And the highly intellectual detective brought in to solve it. So he's, you know, he's deploying all of his mental faculties to to discover who shot on the window at the shop, yeah. and he's totally rude to Mrs. Felch and dismissive. I love that. Uh, yeah, it was just it was concise, and yeah, I was entertained. Least favorite, I agree with Alex Gideon Jennings, the pirate yeah. one. Yeah, that one can be that one's toilet. Did you um, like that when you liked that when we recorded it? Yeah, I think I think I just had to. Yeah, once I I kind of sat with it for a while, I really just thought, oh, I don't, I'm not sure about that, and then it got worse and worse. Um, but I've I've said that one to the da da. I love that story. Um, yeah, there's no point me going on about that one. I think we've we've heard it all. Uh, Alex, I'll go with my favorite first. Source, his Mm. very first story. It was superb. Like it was the that that style that he introduced, where it was like plodding dialogue, stilted, not a lot happened. Um, but then set in this ridiculous setting where it's in space and you can see Saturn's moons from the window, and that's only revealed after like the man's been looking at the other man eating sauce for too long. <laughs> Uh, it, was, it really made me laugh, uh, and I kept I kept on thinking about it throughout the season. Um, and the joke at the end with the little boy where he farts and he goes, what have you been eating? And he just smiles and he says the sauce. Uh, was, <laughs> that's a lovely ending to that story. Uh, and it set a lovely, what did you, how many sauce stories have you written in this season now? Five? Uh, that's three official, but I'm going to make Planet Fuck a, um, a sauce story as well. Okay. Part of the source universe. Yeah. Source universe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that was superb. Uh, straight out the gates with a strong one in episode number one. Um, least favorite, 
was Homecoming, simply because he wrote a porno about our wives, um, and I hate that he thinks it's okay to do that. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> I don't get the hate for that one. That's um, you know, it it wasn't a porno. They were just having a phone party. Some titties were slapping around. Titties out. It was yeah. a homecoming party, and there was like a, a phone machine. Um, it wasn't really a porno. Also, the names were just kind of it's coincidental anyway. So like. Oh, so they weren't actually our wives? No, it's just the same names. It's just um, not intentional. Yeah. Mm. Um, right. <laughs> well, that's our thoughts, Mr. Teacher. I don't suppose you've got any of your own, or do you want to move on to your regradings? Yeah, no, I I, um, I got a few, I put a few notes down. It's nice to hear uh, your your feedback to, to each other. I, I think I largely agree. What I was going to ask is, it what were the top graded story so you've answered that with shot to the future is the only a star yeah well what were the other what were the a's well i don't think we ever received an a plus so a star was the highest and then after that we the next closest it, is a's so we all got the first a that we got after the a star was in pirate week and i think we all got a's we all got an a that week didn't we yeah um so pirates got an a so alex alex's a's are Little Meaty Hands in week three about the dolphins. That got an A minus. Bum Chin in week five. Uh, that's Pirates. That got an A. He got an A minus in plagiarism week about sacrificial boner. He got an A minus in thought provoking week but in marginalized, which is a fucking travesty. Uh, and he got an A in sunset week for sunset bollocks. Um, Elliot's A star for Shats of the Future, A for The Last Voyage, which is Gideon Jennings, which is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got an A for homework, which oh, was the takedown of the pickle thief, where the pickle thief author mm-hmm. kills himself. Uh, oh, a minus story. in Tomahawk Boner, which is in the Western Week, and that's his A's. I got an A straight out of the block with Faster, about Doug Faster, the space pirate uh, or space mercenary. Good character. Uh, yeah, I always brought him back for roundabouts week. He was going to be driving around a spherical roundabout in space. Um, I got an A for my pirate story, got an A minus for Crook Club in Crime Week, and that's it until last week where I got an A minus for Trilogy. I didn't get many A's. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I do think the, uh, the, the stories you just mentioned there, I think Pirate Week is a real standout for me. I really, really enjoyed Pirate Week. I think the three stories for very different reasons. I think I I particularly liked it because they were really different as well. Mm. So you had, I know the, the 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 two of you aren't fans of Gideon Jennings, but I was rereading it and I do, there's there's definitely things to like about about that. Um, and it's, it's very different to um, yours, Ryan, which I remember was the boys playing as, pirates weren't they it's kind yeah. of had the lord of the lord of the flies feel to it um bum chin really stands out to me as a, a, a like as if i'm thinking back over the characters <laughs> i really really like bum chin yeah um and yeah so, that was that, a close think, second for me about my favorite of alex's i i, th- I think it's got to be my favorite of alex's i think i i really Enjoy. There was a line I actually wrote it down because I I um I enjoyed the it so much. Chock full of semen. Oh, there's that. Yeah, that I think that of the of the series that's got to be up there. Huh. Every ship chock full of semen is 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 superb. 
but also Captain Bumchin slapped his first mate on the dick, <laughs> followed followed by "Don't slap me cockhole." Um, <laughs> it's, just, it's just great. It's so so enjoyable. I really really enjoyed Bumchin and, and that story. So what did I get? I gave that an A, did I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that I think I think that's that, that's really really good. Um, just going back, I thought Shap to the Future is 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 masterful. Consider considering that like, you don't have long to think about these, and that is is so complete as a short story, but yet so it's such a such a really nice neat idea that it it we we all got it, didn't we? It was like you yeah. you completely get the concept of it. And actually, but to be able to make that work, there's quite a lot of there's quite a lot of work that goes on as a writer in order to, in order for that to function. It's as I say, it's a simple, comp, uh, complete idea, but I imagine it took quite a bit of writing to get to, to make it all work. So, yeah, I think it deserved to be on like engraving the best story um, of the lot. So I think that 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 deserves an award for. Well, just yeah, just just being the best out there. Bumchin, I think probably as a character was great. I tell you what, a character that hasn't got a mention, which I I really liked, again probably because it took it in a new direction, was Robbie. Do you remember Robbie? So this was yours, Ryan. Um, I can't remember what week it was, but it was the it was the game show week. That's right. It was the game show. It was the guy who it was the kid who always did little tricks and yeah and stuff like that there was an there was a kind of a nostalgia and a but also a, a kind of a sense of as kids you don't get a, a full understanding of what life is like um and now looking back you kind of get that but you can't do anything about it there was something quite quite sad but also um yeah, very. I thought it, it it hit a nerve. I don't know why, but I just thought that 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 just really worked, and I liked I liked that. What did I give that? What did I give um, the Robbie story? B plus. Yeah, I think that's good. Crook Club's great. Really enjoyed Crook Club. Um, I thought homework. I thought uh, you know, <laughs> I think homework is is excellent. I think the the work that's gone into that to to make that work to be totally consistent with uh, and the kind of a narrative um work tomahawk boner as well i think although i think i mentioned that the the title doesn't do it justice tomahawk boner was the western wasn't it yeah mm. and so that was the one that was the prequel to billy the kid wasn't it yes yeah again loads of thought has gone into it uh just great, really, really nice. But then I also like, you know, this is the great thing about stories, isn't it? Because you've got the complexity of Tomahawk Boner, which, as I say, doesn't do it justice because it's a much better story than that, uh, the kind of the origin story of Billy the Kid. You've got the complexity of Shaq to the Future, even though it doesn't sound like it. Um, but I do agree with that title. You've got the complexities of the Robbie story, but then you've also got the outright simplicity of the roundabout of... Um, uh what was what was sacrificial boner brilliant um <laughs> got some classics in this the... bunch yeah really really yeah really really good when you look uh, back at them all there's quite a few yeah. funny ones that stand out some, yeah some good uh characters throughout all those as well yeah i've i mean i've got a few favorite like just from the opening one i think the the, the sauce was brown uh sticks with me oh yeah I, sauce was brown I even quite liked um, 
dug faster and just shut the fuck up, Mandy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he was good. And Mr. Feller was a was a was an enjoyable character later on in the series as well. I liked him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, really thank you very much for um for those characters. Um and uh I won't say thank you for some of the others, but those those ones we mentioned uh, <laughs> were were very enjoyable. I'm glad to hear it. So are we on to regrading? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I think so. So you also you've all got a minute or so to pitch why what you know what what the story is that you think has been partially done by or 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 not. Um uh, uh Elliot, do you want to go first? So yours is saw. Yeah. Um so I think basically it needs to be regraded because uh, let me just let me just start I'll start the minute. Go. Yeah. Everyone enjoyed it. Like uh, well, you, were, you were laughing as um, whilst you were reading it. It's also um, caused the most online outrage. Had done on double the comments of any other story uh, for its grading. And um, I just think it's a very enjoyable story, and it deserves better grade. That's it. You can stop the timer. I'm a bit disappointed in that. Couldn't yeah, even do sixty seconds worth of defence. Nah, oh, I can yes, carry on if you want. Poor sale. Couldn't even do was. thirty seconds. Oh, I'll carry on then. Like it's. Uh, I just. I, I no, just no, no, think... no, no, no. That's it. You ruined it. No, you you no, blew it, mate. Up. I think it should it's be moved. regraded because I think it should be regraded. <laughs> basically, what you said. <laughs> no, because everyone enjoyed everyone enjoyed it, and it um, including both us and the listeners. I didn't enjoy it, mate. I've said that many times. Yeah. All right, naughty Simon. Yeah. Ready. Go. So, Naughty Simon, I took things in a new direction for the first time. I did it in rhyme, which was a bit of a departure for me. And also trying to get a story to happen throughout rhyme was quite tricky. Uh, So I got criticised for, um, I think, breaking it up into segments, which I'll happily accept that criticism. But actually, if if you look at what's going on in the story, Naughty Simon is clicking through the channels. He, he, He eats too much jelly and uh, gets crazy and he smashes up the telly and his mum can't watch police interceptors. And then to make it up to her, he gets the real police interceptors around in the form of a SWAT team by calling in a bomb threat. Um, I am I was over the moon with that narrative. I was I was very, very happy with how it went. So I was I was actually pretty. It's the only time, Mr. Teacher, that I, I think I've every single one of your other grades that you give me. I thought, OK, yeah, yeah. But then when I got that D plus, I was like, oh, Poor old Simon. I feel like he deserves a bit more there. Um, That's a minute. Okay. Um, Pickle Thief? Mm. I don't think there's much more to say. You know, it's already been said. But the Pickle Thief, that first story, regardless of what that character has now become, right, that first story is absolute trash, right? And it is universally hated. You will not... We have not spoken to a single person. There's not been a single positive bit of feedback about that first story, right? It's about a guy who chucks a bag of penises into the sea and that's it. Ryan spent, must be about 20 seconds writing it. It takes less than that no. to read. And no, like everyone is just outraged that it's a B, right? It is clearly an ungradable story. Everything about it, the, the use of the English language, it doesn't hit the, the theme of the week or anything. And um, it, it, a B is just, it's just clearly not acceptable. You know, I think it really needs a, a rethink. Do I get to defend that? 
because I'm, I'm the only I'm, I'm, I have the only story that's been attacked. Yeah, go on, you can defend it. Well, you know, despite appearances, it it, it didn't take me, didn't take me twenty seconds to write it. It took me a long time because if you think about it, right, those <laughs> those few words on the page, it's like they've been chipped away from a bigger sculpture. So you've, you've chipped away and, you know, got to start off with a big block of stone that it could have been all loads of different words, verbose. You just chop away, chop away, chop away all the unnecessary stuff. And what you're left with is a really perfect, thin sculpture of, you know, an excellent character that's become a classic throughout the season. Uh, you know, in 67 words or whatever it was, uh, that you've got a real understanding of what's going on you know, you, you know that there's been a crime. <laughs> uh, you get a sense of what Mr. Pickles is like, and then he throws a big bag of penises into the sea. What? What? How can you not? How can you hate that? I don't understand. And Nothing I just think under the sea. If I'd added a load of extra words to it, then maybe you would have thought, oh, okay, he's put more effort into it. But I think no, actually, there's fewer the words there. It's taken more effort to get to that, and have the same same amazing story that's that's out. All right, that's a minute. Well defended, I'd have to say that. Thanks. I didn't buy it, but you know. No. <laughs> okay. Uh. So, saw. This is Elliot's uh, horror story. Yeah. Got so an ungraded. I so I reread this, and I I did enjoy it. I do, I do think it's. Uh, I think at the time I was. Uh, angered by the fact that it was a short you know we said short stories and it was it was over a page but actually it's not just rereading it it's not actually that long is it it's 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 only just over a page and i think it's probably i gave did i give the noughties a you as well yeah yeah you was because mad that, because the noughties went on for a oh, the noughties <laughs> yeah the not the noughties does go on for a while but the noughties is i reread that as well um but the noughties goes on for probably, I mean, it's over two pages. So, yeah, it's a big one. I think, I think to give it an ungraded, both of them is harsh. So, I'm tempted if I'm regrading Saw, I think the noughties probably needs a regrade as well. That's this is you, you know, this is the, the risk you take when you ask for a regrade is that everything is then it sort of opens everything up. Um, so I think I think it probably does. This is kind of the um, this is when you appeal your kind of your exam grade, doesn't it? Uh, mm. and, and who knows what's coming back? And I think it's been looked at in the cold light of day. Um, and I think it is a more it's a it's a it's a very strong story. And I and I and I did enjoy rereading it. I've got to say, I think it still does need to be marked down a little bit because it is slightly longer than you know the what we've come become accustomed to on the on the short story. But that said, it does deserve a few more grades. And so I'm gonna move Saw up to a solid C. All right. C, yeah, very yeah. good. Okay. I'll take that. So that we're changing Elliot's week two score from a U, which is zero, to a C which is 5.5. So what that does, Elliot, is it puts you on 115.5 points, which is equal to me. Yeah, you're, you're just about to lose a U and get a grade, so that's instantly going to change. Um, 
Uh, well, I, I actually think I'm I'm not going to if even if you did want to upgrade the noughties, Mister Teacher, I'm, I think I'm not going to accept it because I've just done a word count, and it was over a thousand words. Elliot's saw comes in at like eight hundred and something. My noughties comes in at nearly twelve hundred words. So I feel like I can't accept an upgrade on that one. It's way too long. But thank you for considering. Out of interest, what would you have upgraded it to? No, just an E minus. Well, that actually would have been done me a favour. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I'm, I can't do. I can't accept. Um, but yeah, Elliot, you, you're on. You're equal pegging with me right, right now. So if Alex gets his okay. way and gets a uh, fucking the pickle thief downgraded, then I've lost. Well, it's not just about me getting my way. Like it, it is unanimous. There is not a single person with a positive word to say about that story. Apart from Mr. Teacher, eh? Apart from Mr. Teacher. Okay. Naughty Simon's next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Na that. Okay. so Naughty Simon. Did I... What did I give this originally? D plus. Yeah. So Naughty Simon, the concept of this is really good. Okay. But the way I can describe Naughty Simon is like really great, is a really great concept, but it's in embryonic form. It's like it's been shut out and it's been and it's and it's there. And it's like, yeah, it's great. Look at this, look at this, you know, look at this idea. But it's not been molded and crafted to the point at which it is it's deserving of a higher grade because I completely get it. It's And I felt this with a couple of stories, actually, where the concept behind it is really, really good. But because of the time frame, because you're writing it five minutes before, you know, we, we record and all the rest of it, it's not quite, it, it's not being polished. Okay. And so I'm going to stick with a D plus because oh. whilst I applaud, whilst I applaud the concept, it's, it it's not quite there. It's the sort of thing that if it got, reworked and remolded i can definitely see it um it, it moving up the grades but i think the d plus is warranted wow shocked but okay i accept i'll accept that so that means i'm still on 115.5 elliot's on 115.5 alex is sitting at 110 and didn't opt to get anything regraded so i guess that's where he stays but the question is if if pickle thief is now downgraded does that downgrade me enough to go into third place and bring Alex up into second? That's that's what this hangs on. And then Elliot, you'd be the winner. So it, it oh, can yeah. all change in this with this one grade. So what's your verdict, Mr. Teacher, on Pickle Thief? I mean, you haven't considered that the Pickle Thief could be upgraded. I haven't considered <laughs> that. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Ain't no. that some shit? Get hot in here, boys. <laughs> Oh, you might have just ruined my chances here, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, when I read the pickle thief back, I I couldn't believe how short it was. Mm. I was really surprised. I was wait. I was just kept scrolling down. I was thinking there must there must be more to this. Um, but I'll tell you why the pickle thief is great. Oh, yes, we don't need to hear Love it. Yes, <laughs> okay, it's the best part of my week. 
when you've got when when you've got um a story that is contained within so few words but yet it provides a backstory and also asks lots of questions that you want answers to it is very 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 well considered so we have a character whose name is enigmatic we don't know we don't know kind of why why he's called that we don't know why he's got a bag of penises we don't <laughs> really know why he's by why he's being chased uh, but fundamentally beyond that as well there is often a line that just jumps out of the page and so this line of you know he launched it into the sea and it went miles like fucking miles that just it just elevates that story um and it was it was just very very enjoyable as a, a complete nutshell and the reason why it then becomes even better is because of look at what it spawns look at how look at the inspiration that it is given to PCU. other writers um you know, so other people have wanted to take this on and and take it into new directions which uh, you know, there's a franchise there, and, um, <laughs> and so it's getting an upgrade. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck Bye. you. That is just absolute shambles. Uh, so it's got. Oh, I'm gonna. Up, I'm gonna. I'm gonna upgrade Pickle Thief from a B to a B plus. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> does that mean I I'm, I lose by what half a point? Yep, it does. So I'm on 116. You're on 115.5. Alex is on 110. Oh. Wow, what a roller coaster! Right until the last minute, we didn't know who was going to win. Wow, I, I, I'm flabbergasted. Third of a third of a grade. I take it. I'm very happy with that. It won me the season. Can you believe that? Won me the season, that little extra, the third of a grade. It's just, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> and this wasn't planned, listeners. This, this is all oh, I think you're, um, you're mad as hell. backfired there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, they man. backfired on me more than they did to you, but never mind. Oh, yeah, because oh, you man. also wrote a letter to Mr. Teacher earlier on and asked him to downgrade it, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, on behalf of all of our listeners. Yeah. All of them, every single person that's heard it, yeah. You know. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, well, well, well done, Ryan. Thanks, yeah, well appreciate done. that. Well done, everyone. Uh, any anything else we should cover before we go? Have you got to run off now, Mr. Teacher? Uh, yeah, gotta gotta shoot youth club right. calls. Okay, well that's good good timing. Well, thanks, listeners, for sticking with us for 20 weeks. I uh, can't believe that there's actually people listening to this. Um, and we'll be back for season two at some point later in the year. We can have a break. Uh, but yeah, thanks for the support. And great, great authoring, guys, and great teaching. Mm. Congrats. Good job, team. All right. Thank you. See you later. See you, See you guys. Bye. 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 Adios. Thanks for listening to the Small Fictions Podcast. Email us with questions, stories of your own, or anything at all at smallfictions at gmail.com.